serious people who have been clinically dead and came back. How was the other side like? I don't know how much dead I was or even if I was dead at all, but I can just tell you what I remember and what I was told. From the accident itself, I don't remember anything at all. They got to me. There was blood all over the place. A bloody stump where my hand used to be. And the forearm just shredded into stripes. My clothes had been mostly ripped off by the force of the accident. And they could see I was not breathing or moving at all. One doctor and two pharmacists were with us on that trip. They didn't even touch me I was so ducked up. They thought I was dead for, sure. After a short while my belly started inflating and I twitched. They realized the broken helmet strap was pushing against my neck, with the helmet behind my head, effectively strangling me since my body came to a rest. I don't know how long I was strangled for, but I am guessing just a minute or two. They immediately took off the helmet strap. The helmet was off my head anyhow but don't take helmets from bikers unless you know how to do it and I produced a fountain of buke and blood. And then, I screamed loud, really loud, like, people who lived over a mile away came to my aid with ice and first aid kits. They were trying to put a belt to serve as a tourniquet because I was literally pouring all my heart's content. But I was out of my mind trying to fight them off hurling the worst slurs imaginable. I regained my composure and one hour later, I was in the hospital. Surgery lasted 16 hours. I was transfused over 25 liters of blood 3 to 5 times what an adult body takes, but I kept bleeding out so they just kept pumping more and more until they plugged all the holes. They had put me into a coma for the surgery but I didn't wake up when expected. I had some traumatic brain injury and they weren't really sure what was going on. A few days later when I woke up, I was acting crazy suffering from heavy hallucinations, trying to run away, fighting the doctors off. I had to be strapped to the bed for my own safety. I don't know where my memories pick up. I don't recall the accident at all, or my trip to the hospital. Although I am told my memory was fine by the time I got to the hospital they did those who are you. When were you born? Questions. I remember some chats I had with visitors, so I can tell you my memory goes back to at least the post-coma crazy acting. I think it goes was a bit further back than that but it's hard to tell the notion of time was really distorted and i can remember many months going by when it all happened in a week the very first thing i remember was being on japan on a friend's imaginary vacation house with all my close friends we all went to the movies and we saw some awesome movie that was inspired by existence so we were all shaping the story with our minds awesome high-tech wizardry you'd expect in japan it was very much a happy experience for me Things went downhill pretty fast, but that first day was perfect and peaceful. The following months, I just fought everyone for my freedom, sometimes literally, as I'd have to throw punches. Sometimes it was just a battle of wills as I was strapped to a table and tortured. There was some parallels between my hallucinations and real life. Doctors thought I was foreigner because I was always talking in English, while in fact I thought I was in a foreign country. I was really thirsty and interacting with a robot butler I ordered a coke in English. The doctor was so happy I could speak after so many days, that she bought a coke from the vending machine and gave it to me with a straw. To this day, it was the best goddamn coke I ever drank. I recall some conversations I had with my mom where I was trying to explain the people who were after me, and she was just puzzled and trying to explain I was in the hospital. The bad guy guys had a pretty effective mind control device, so I felt I was fighting uphill, they had gotten to her, I did punch headbutt some people in real life, although I don't remember the most violent outbursts clearly, 
because they put me to sleep soon after. I did manage to wiggle my arm free off the restraints, set myself free and made a run for it I am told that ended poorly for me as well. I just have brief flashes before passing out, and when they blocked the doors I made a run for the window of a sixth floor I thought I was in a first floor restaurant and by then I was so desperate. A broken leg was the least of my worries. It took a dog pile of six men to stop me. Eventually I started realizing my hallucinations couldn't be real, and my mom did tell me I was in a hospital so, all of the sudden I realized I was in the hospital and that was that. It took them a while to trust me enough to let go of the restraints though. I was 5. Died on operating table. Hit and run and pronounced dead. Parents went crazy of course. Doctor said I was gone for 5 plus minutes. But then I was back. Next thing I remember is waking up with a swollen head full of stitches. 800 to be exact. I have a dent in my skull and scar from my forehead to halfway back of my head. When old enough I was told the entire story. My older brother 7 year old to my 5. Got into an argument and he told me he wished I was dead. That same day after school is when the accident happened. I was hit so hard. My shoes flew off my feet. My head cracked open. My face hanging by the corner of my right eye. Witnesses said I got up and tried walking home but my dad held me down and wouldn't let me move till paramedics showed up. I have expandable metal mesh that grew with me. Plastic surgery and a dead man's nose. I was told it was a drunk driver and he was eventually caught. I don't recall seeing anything from the other side. It was like sleeping and dreaming of nothing. I am dumb. And I did a perfect Olympic dive. Into a 4 foot swimming pool. I am not paralyzed but I have a nice scare on my forehead. LOL. Don't drink and dive into swimming pools kids. I agree with a lot of the people here. It was calmness that you will never experience in your lifetime. Guaranteed. Imagine that feeling of laying down in a comfy bed, but it's perfect. And you have no aches, no worries. And you feel like you could lay in that bed for eternity. Now take that and multiply it by infinity. And that's what death was like. It made me think of when I had my wisdom teeth taken out. And they give you anesthesia. I remember seeing the doctor. And then bam, nothing. After the nothing comes, it was just me in the form of some energy thing I think. I saw other energy balls flying around. But we couldn't talk. Some were going. And some were staying. My view was somewhere in some galaxy. The ones that floated off. They all followed each other. And they were just slowly drifting off into blackness. It wasn't a bad blackness. I just knew I wasn't ready for that. So I went back towards the other people I am assuming that decided to stay. And then next thing I knew I was looking straight up on my back with my friends yelling. After they dragged me out of the pool. They said I was out for maybe 20 seconds but it felt like two hours. And I actually tried to think about time when it first went black, but it was like I didn't know what that was. The thing that I liked the most was I was in total control of my thoughts. There was so much more in that blackness I am actually looking forward to when the day comes. I am naturally a very curious person, and I wanted to see the blackness for myself. But I knew a decision had to be made. I came back because I didn't ever get to fulfill the one goal I had my entire life. I wanted to be a dad. This all happened when I was 20. And my first son was born this year I am 27 now. I could be crazy. And this might all be in my head because that is pretty logical too. The weird thing is before I left there, I said, before I go can you show me what I would be missing out on. This was like a psychic message to something and the response back was, you know I can't show you. So I said, I'll ask differently. Would it be worth it to go back? The answer was, yes. Right after that, that's when I woke up. I've never been dead, but I once thought I was. It was still an interesting experience. I was skiing. I jumped or fell off a cliff in a small avalanche in the near side country, and was shallowly buried. 
pro tip side country is just back country where people might be able to watch you die from a lift you are not safer. Get trained. Use safety gear. Don't be a dumbass like me. Anyway, after flipping through the air like a ragdoll and coming to my senses in utter blackness, I tried wiggling my fingers and toes and everything felt fine. No pain. Just warmth and a little bit of euphoria probably because I was hypoxic and full of adrenaline. So I naturally assumed I was dead. Having been a lifelong atheist, the evidence I faced being dead but experiencing consciousness was weird and interesting. But there was nothing to see. No sound. No nothing. It was boring. I started to wonder if I was in some kind of hell or purgatory. Or if I was just in a pit and could climb or fly out. So, with the rules apparently gone, I decided to fly. Not knowing how to do that. I jumped as hard as I could, and I broke the surface, and there was a chairlift full of people nearby cheering as I climbed out and stood up. And this is the story of why my short attention span saved my life. I have also been briefly drowned, but all I had was a bad concussion and a month of very poor recall. Nothing like the legit stories here. My dad was in a coma for several months, and after he woke up, that was the first thing every one of his friends and relatives asked him they are all very religious and were trying to get validation for an argument they had been having some believed in near-death experiences while others didn't. Anyways, the first day he went into the coma, the doctors said he was dead for about two minutes, before they revived him. So because of that this group of people started arguing that he was either off visiting heaven or hell, etc. However, when my dad woke up, and it was more than a month before he could speak and started talking again, they started bombarding him with questions. He said to them I saw nothing. They interrogated him up one side and down the other convinced he was lying and refused to believe that he did not have some sort of experience. He said it was like I was asleep but peaceful, without dreaming, it was just one second I was home, and next, thing I know I am awake in the hospital with people telling me two months have passed, I don't know what to tell you, I didn't go anywhere or meet anyone, I didn't see any lights, the only thing I remember is thinking I want ice cream, needless to say they were incredibly disappointed, that happened in 2006 minus 11 years ago, and they still keep hounding him, convinced he lying to them and hiding some dark secrets from the other side, my heart stopped due to a massive bodily injury, but after I had been removed from ICU, don't know how long, I remember waking up and asking my dad why he had changed his shirt, and he said because the last time I had seen him it was the day before, before that I remember waking up back in an ICU room I hadn't been in before and freaked out on the hospital staff and they had to sedate me, I remember having a vivid dream of standing on a dock on a misty lake, I couldn't see anything on the other side and I couldn't see land behind me, I had a sharp pain in my, hand, and when I looked down there was a large bat biting my palm, so I crushed his head which drove the teeth in and caused it to hurt more, when they told me I had died for a bit the day before, I was a little more messed up about it, the bat bite was probably one of several four sticks, though. My wife had an ectopic pregnancy that caused her right fallopian tube and ovary burst. We didn't even know she was pregnant. And one day she said she needed to lay down because she had serious cramps. She has a pretty high tolerance of pain. So when I checked on her and saw her face was white and she said she couldn't move, I knew it was bad. The ambulance took her just as she passed out. Turns out the egg was in between her ovary and fallopian tube allowing it outgrow for nearly 10 weeks. While in surgery she coded twice and received 7 pints of blood. After she had recovered, I asked her what she remembered when she died. She was always obsessed with people's near-death experiences and watched the show. I survived beyond and back quite frequently, so I was excited to hear about her experience. Unfortunately all she said was that she saw blackness and she knew she had been laying in bed around 4 p.m. 
saw blackness, woke up with tubes, looked at the wall clock which read 9 and she assumed that meant 9 p.m. But it was actually 9 a.m. the following day, she said it felt as though very little time had passed, and in that time she literally saw nothing but blackness. This isn't exactly what OP is asking for but it was the moment just before, I was in active labor just waiting my for water to break when the doctor came in to suggest just going ahead breaking my water herself. The moment she does I see a look of panic on everyone's face and then everything turns super serious. She looks at me tells me that on my next contraction I have to start pushing because my son already had his first bowel movement so he was at risk of ingesting it. Well I immediately start pushing and pushing and pushing but turns out he was lodged. We didn't find that out until later I had been pushing for so long so hard that with each following contraction I could literally feel the life draining from my body. I remember focusing on my husband to tell him I was sorry and then all of a sudden peace. The whole time it had felt like I had been fighting my sleep but once I gave in there was instant peace. I really can't communicate through text the calmness I felt especially while just being in the worst pain of my life but it was truly a state of bliss. This whole time I was in this state I wasn't aware of my body, memories or surroundings but somehow I knew that this was in fact death. Even though I was in a state of bliss at first I was entering into a state of nothingness. The only way I know how to describe it is to imagine your consciousness just disappearing into a black hole. As you're entering this black hole you lose everything no memories, thoughts, or even awareness. I felt like I was losing everything and I didn't know if there was anything on the other side of this black hole or this was truly the end of me. I could either come back face the agony that was waiting for me here or I could let go into nothingness see where that leads me. Still to this day I don't what it was that brought me back but once I opened my eyes again they were preparing for an emergency c-section. He was perfectly healthy and had no problems from the meconium. I honestly thought I had just been dreaming because the next few days I stayed passed out but my husband told me what happened once I finally came too long enough. I've never shared this with anyone besides my husband partially because it really messed with my head. Before I was terrified of death but now I sort of welcome it. Even if my conscious disappears into nothing, there is nothing I've experienced in this life that compares to those moments near death. I can't help but wonder what, if anything, is on the other side of the seemingly black hole of death. I am very late to this thread, but I wanted to chime in with my story. When I was 15 a blood clot went through my brain and caused me to have a very major stroke during a church service. I don't think I died, but I know I came very close to death. From the sides I saw darkness enshrouding me, and slowly the world turned to black. I felt tired, but I wasn't sad, and I told my mom that I was tired although she couldn't understand me. I tried to lay my head against her shoulder but she realized something was wrong. Everything was dark. But I still remember what happened and I remember everything I saw. The whole church surrounded me and prayed. And I was put in a wheelchair and rushed to the car there are a lot of elderly. In that church. So they had a spare folding wheelchair in the back just in case. My dad drove so fast down the highway to get me to a very nice hospital while my mom sat in the back with me and tried to keep me from going to sleep. I wanted to sleep so bad. Before we got there the world started to become bright and beautiful again. And I started talking about crazy things like how I wanted a pocket watch because old men carry them and they're cool I did not want a pocket watch. My mind was completely back by the time we got to the hospital. By the end of the day I could walk again and after a few months my arm was mostly recovered from the paralysis. I don't know what happens when we die. But we sure do have to walk down a really dark tunnel to get there. I guess it just wasn't my time yet. So I came back and haven't tried to return to that dark tunnel since. The doctors never found out why it happened. After that incident everyone tried to say how God had healed me. But I never met the guy. It was just dark. I lost my faith a few years later.
Don't normally tell this but I feel this is the right place. When I was 13 years old, living in rural Ireland I was working in a chip shop 7 miles away down a long single track road into the nearest town. One day I was going into town at night for a night riding my bike when I hear something behind me. Consistently three times so naturally I start pedaling as fast as possible and my heart just feels heavy as I get there. Think nothing of it until around three minutes of being there my heart not calming down like it normally would. It just goes rapidly until I remember feeling really empty and scared and just falling to the ground feeling helpless and like I was going to die. And at that moment I just accepted death. I just remember people crowding round me. I slowly felt peaceful. Everything goes black with that image of when you rub your eyes too hard and see the patterns. I felt nor hungry or full, happy or sad, hot or cold. I was in a state of complete peace until I remember being in the hospital and the doctors saying I suffered from some type of ventricular fibrillation said to be caused by the stress on my heart and the scare. I am fine now but it's a nice thing to have experienced. I died for a few minutes after a longboarding accident. I'd fractured my skull and had a ton of internal bleeding. My friends were with me during my accident and blood was pouring out of both my ears. Initially after my accident my friends said that I was fine, acting completely normally and having normal conversation. About a minute later I apparently just started screaming as loud as I could. After being rushed to the hospital I was declared dead as my heartbeat had stopped. Doctors said it was because of the heavy brain trauma since a large section of my brain got scraped very hard against my skull. I don't have any memory of my accident or being in the hospital for 2-7 days I was in the ICU. The feeling, it's a feeling of peace. I didn't have any visualizations or flashbacks, but I just had immense quiet and peace. Imagine closing your eyes and you're just in this empty void. Every part of your body has this warm glow not too cold and not too hot. There are no sounds, no distractions, no people, it's just you. You breathe at this regular pace, breathing and exhaling the perfect amount every time without effort. There is literally no struggle or any need for effort. That's the best way I can describe it. I was at a party, a guy I knew put ecstasy in my drink. It turns out the pill was laced with other stimulants. My heart went into overdrive. I remember being in the ambulance and being in a lot of pain. The nurses were having a hard time with the fourth. It was like a picture book was flipping and some of the pictures were black. I would get a glimpse of the doctors and nurses trying to help. Their voices sounded like they were underwater. I could not keep my eyes open. Then I was gone. It is terribly difficult to describe. It felt as if I was no longer in my normal form. The place I was visiting was new and overwhelming. The combination of being in a foreign form, in a foreign environment shocked me into realizing I was no longer alive. One of the more obvious changes was how my perception of time shifted. It was as if time was not a factor. I was sucked back into the hospital bed after an interaction. I was exhausted and once more had a hard time keeping my eyes open. I fell asleep before I could process what had happened. When I woke up, a friend was sitting next to me. I immediately asked him if he knew how long I was dead. He was confused and asked me how I knew I had died. It really freaked him out. I told him I went somewhere. He confirmed I was clinically dead and brought back. The other side almost seems to require a new set of senses and perception in order to be experienced. This makes it difficult to describe. It is different from dreaming and waking life. I didn't die. But I did drown. 
I had to have CPR coughed up lots of water I don't recall any of it. All I remember was going in the pool one minute without my floaties and waking up to a shocked mother the next. I have no memory of what happened or what process I went through in between going in and waking up. The only realized I was at the bottom of the pool after my older sister 5 at the time started laughing hysterically and telling my mom I looked like a fish. A minute later after waking up they offered me a milkshake and everyone at the pool party went hope. I've been ruining parties since I was 4. Although I don't remember it, I have repetitive dreams where I am falling off my bed and into water. Kinda like, when people have dreams of falling off of high places that make them jerk in their sleep. Yeah that but I am falling into water. DLDR I drown. The only reason I am still alive is because my sister though I looked like a fish and thought it was hilarious. A little late to this but here it goes. About 6 years ago I had an interesting experience. I had drank an entire bottle of sake and had some friends over. Spice the synthetic weed that was later outlawed because people died was all the rage. So I went out to the gazebo to smoke spice with friends. We passed the spice blunt around 3 times. I, naively, thought that spice was weaker than weed so I took 9 hits throughout this. I remember feeling giggly and then my vision started to collapse in itself. I can't really explain it. Kind of like an older TV with no signal. After that I remember being extremely sleepy but I didn't want to sleep. Every time I would close my eyes, I would fall down. The world would go black. Below me was a woman. She wasn't seen, heard or felt but I know she was there. She communicated to me this world isn't real anymore. At least not to you. It's time to come with me. She wasn't threatening, mean, or scary. She was rather warm and inviting. However, I wasn't ready to leave so I remember panicking. Every time I would open my eyes, I was back in life. I remember looking at my friends and focusing on my GF at the time. Just concentrating like hell. Sheer force of will. I later would come to and vomit violently four times. My friends said I just said there with a crazed, bulgy eyed, pissed off look on my face. They had no clue what I was experiencing. I didn't understand what it all meant for a long time until I started hearing the reports about people dying after using spies. I remember sleeping off the rest of the night and saying to my GF and friends I am just so glad you're real. I wouldn't say it was scary. I just sure as shit wasn't ready to leave this world. PS sorry if format ends up weird. Mobile. I will start by saying that I won't go into the circumstances of how I became clinically dead. And leave it at that. I went from being in an awake and aware state to experiencing nothing. No tunnel of light. No voices of people from my past. I didn't even have a sense of self. It wasn't like sleep. Because even a dreamless sleep has a sense of a passage of time. The nothing I felt did not include a passage of time. Then it did have a sense of time. Then pain and awareness followed. That lack of an awareness of self is when I suspect that I was actually dead. The only reasons I am aware of that nothing is because there was a time before it and a time after it. The lack of continuity is the only way I have an ability to even be aware that I experienced it. I've always surmised that had the nothing not been ended, my awareness in my life would have ended, permanently when my conscious awareness ended. I do not expect to experience anything but the nothingness at the end of my existence the final time it happens. As my vision faded I just remember feeling superb. It was a feeling so content it's hard to express in words. It happened very fast though, just to fade into blackness. My friend was there and she did CPR until my boyfriend came and gave me some naloxone and threw me in a bathtub. Which he of course now knows is not a good thing to do. I remember opening my eyes but nothing was processing. I couldn't hear for a bit then my ears started ringing. Then after what felt like forever, 
but what I understand was only a few minutes. It was like all of a sudden I understood what was happening and the ringing in my ears stopped. They made me walk and walk for a while until the naloxone kicked in more. The worst thing of all is I just remember feeling almost a regret that I was alive. I was not in withdrawal or anything. It wasn't on purpose heroin I got had fentanyl in it. Quite a few of his buyers are dead. I just had this feeling of content when it happened and now that I was awake and coherent it was gone. But I remembered the feeling. Sober for almost three years now. Very thankful to say the least. Still chasing that feeling though. I still have no idea if I was just dreaming or not. But I have intensely vivid memories of dying after being hit in the chest so hard it knocked me out. I was blindsided by a sociopath who lowered his shoulder and slammed into my chest during a game of flag football when I was in grade school. I remember the impact, but don't recall any pain. Time was suddenly different somehow. I remember looking up at the power lines and seeing electricity moving through them. I then remember feeling a sense of urgency and I glanced down at my body. I saw the entire class and the P coach in a circle, all leaning over staring at me, lying on the ground with my eyes closed. Everything kind of shifted gears all at once and I remember sitting straight up and breathing really deeply. The coach asked me if I was okay, and all I said was could you see me? As I got older I became very interested in physiological psychology and near-death experiences. I know that a lot of scientific consensus says this was just my brain firing and maybe I was really just dreaming after I was knocked unconscious, but I remember being in that state for what seemed like a very long time. And I remember how worried my coach seemed when I came to. I like to think I am a well-grounded and rational person, but this is probably the most vivid memory I have prior to high school. I've talked to a lot of people about it and most are fairly dismissive or think I am just joking around. I've also been asked a lot of questions, like whether or not I saw a tether to my physical body or heard anything. I didn't see, nor was I really looking for anything. I honestly thought I was At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It hard and just sort of reeling from the impact. The scariest thing to me after the fact was how I perceived time. What literally felt like seconds to glance up and down was actually nearly five minutes of me lying on that field unconscious. Edit May. I edit all my comments after I post and reread them. Always something spelled wrong or unclear sentence structure. 
I was 13 at the time and it's honestly really hard to explain. I was sitting in my room listening to music, when suddenly a black scorpion stabbed me with its tail. I had a severe allergic reaction, and it was several minutes before my parents came in to check now on me. The damn thing kept stabbing me over and over. I was dead for a solid 8 minutes. This story is also why I'm afraid to die by the way it wasn't a light at the end of a tunnel, or memories flashing like everyone assumes it would be. I'll explain the best I can but, I felt like I was, nowhere. Just an empty space. I didn't see anything. Not even a color. That's a weird feeling to not even be seeing colors. Only blackness. Every single thing I knew, remembered, thought, everything was gone. I knew and felt nothing. It's like looking at foreign spelling and having no clue what it says, except that's everything. I just sat there in empty space for what felt like years. If I had remembered how to count, I think it would have been even days. I just floated there. In nothingness, I felt a huge source of pain still where the scorpion stabbed me, but I couldn't comprehend it as pain. Right before I revived felt like waking up after a 15 hour nap I felt a bold stinging on my chest and stomach. And I was suddenly in a hospital room with a bunch of faces doctors staring at me. All the memories came flooding back. And I was terrified. I passed out from fear. And then woke up in a hospital bed with a huge bruise like bump on my side. It was by far the scariest thing I've ever experienced. I never want to die. This experience is what inspired me to start studying to be a doctor. I drowned when I was 12. I was dead for around 2 minutes. I remember it vividly. I panicked the instinctive drowning response which by the way you should look up so you don't drown in the future and gradually passed out. I sort of lost my senses one by one there were no conscious thoughts in my head. I'd gone fully automatic. My hearing went. And then my sight went blanket white and then black as my brain was starved of oxygen. The rest doesn't really feel like memories it's like that period of time just never happened. Which I guess for me it didn't but when I think back to it I think of strange lights. Sort of like when you rub your eyes really hard. Only comparable experience I've had since was a few years ago when I got a concussion. Same thing. Senses went one by one. Except my vision stayed blanket white and eventually returned to normal when a girl poured water down my throat. Needless to say I thought I was dying again. Not fun at the time but in hindsight it's a ducking amazing experience. Crazier than any drug. I haven't died before. But I do know someone whose cousin's heart stopped for two minutes before he was revived. I am going to tell it exactly like that person told my friend who told me. There is no other side. There isn't even blackness. There's nothing. Open one of your eyes, but close the other. Notice how you don't see black, but you just straight up see nothing with the eye that's closed. Imagine doing that with both eyes at the same time. No light. No black. Just nothing. Not sure if I was actually dead but I used to have really bad migraines and no neurologists or doctors in my area had any clue why. They tried injecting something in the back of my head. I was fine and then I apparently passed out for like 2 minutes. I felt like it wasn't just passing out though. It felt different. The thing is, I live with depression, anxiety, etc. I have never felt happy for as long as I can remember. But those few minutes I was out, I felt so so peaceful. And all I remember is having literally a crowd of people standing in front of me not in real life didn't know any of them though. But it's sad to say that's the best I've felt in my life. When I was like dead, doctor did come out and apparently a whole lot of blood drained from my head. Not sure since I wasn't listening because I was very weak afterwards. But that's my experience. Nobody has really been able to explain it otherwise. 
My cousin accidentally hit me in the head with a massive log he was trying to lift it. Lost balance and I was sitting right at the impact zone I remember the noise of bone cracking and blood. After that, I remember my cousin begging me to not fall asleep there was a lot of darkness. Suddenly light. A group of people in a room talking in a corner. Everyone seemed made of light. The next thing I remember. I was in my room. My head seemed healed. Apart from a patch where my hair have been shaved. But no cut. Just scar tissue. I assume a lot of time had passed, but my mom don't really talk about it. There's no other side. As far as I know, travel with me not literally. I wouldn't recommend it seeing how it ended to one year or two months ago. I open my eyes you never realize you're sleeping when you sleep. Right. And I see a weird ceiling. Dismiss it as weird dream. And attempt to fall back asleep while dreaming. Logic. Minutes pass. Maybe more. Ceiling is still there. I don't realize anything else. Like I can only stare at that ceiling and think but I don't try to move or anything. Cut two hours later. My mom is next to me. She fills me and I crashed my motorcycle into a car. Two days earlier. And I am in a hospital. I start realizing I am all casted and tubed. Which I haven't noticed it in the slightest for the first hours for some reason how do you notice having tubes in your mouth? Well. Apparently I crashed on June 5th. I arrived to the hospital still awake and then they either drugged me to keep me calm or I passed out for two days. But that's it. Like sleeping without dreams. And then you wake up and can't remember the last hours before the crash my last. Memories are up to two hours before that moment. I still don't remember going out with my bike at all. Let alone the accident. Sucks. Yes. But there's pure nothingness. I might not have been clinically dead. True. But I was a code red that barely made it through so it kinda counts right. This may not classify as I died on the operation table, under the effects of anesthesia, but when I was about 5 or 6 my parents were packing the house up into their truck to move. At the same time the neighbors were making trips back and forth unpacking as they moved in. I remember wanting to skateboard in our driveway and getting yelled at for being in the way while they loaded he truck. I realized we hadn't seen the neighbors leave their house in a while so I decided I would skate in their driveway instead. Being a 5 or 6 year old, I was shorter than the front end of the truck they were using. So he probably couldn't see me in front. So he gets in, cranks the truck up, and starts to pull out of the driveway. Only, there was a dumb kid in his way and he ended up knocking me down and running me over. My leg got pinned between the concrete and tire since he was going so slow and the tire just dragged my leg down the driveway. I remember lifting my head up to a bunch of screaming and crying. Looking over and seeing a hole torn into the side of my knee and passing back out. Everything after that, as it usually is, is a blur, but the doctors told my parents that they lost me mid-operation but they were thankfully able to bring me back. So as I said before I am not sure if this qualifies since I was put under, but if it felt like anything it was just like peacefully going to sleep. Except I woke back up eventually. It happened again down the line on a follow-up surgery as well, only this time caused by administering too much anesthesia. Honestly forgot about this for the longest time. I just had that damn that happened moment, but yay, 19 years old and my heroin addiction just started to take hold of me, got a nice chunk of change and said duck it and bought a gram, got to the spot and a few people I knew were there and they kept bugging me for some, I didn't like them, I am pretty sure they ducked me over in some way I don't know but they kept annoying me so being the prick I used to be I kept saying yay hold up give me a second, dumped all it out and railed it in one go, last thing I remember is telling this guy I'm going to lay down, then nothing, black, this is what I was told dude stopped me told me I need to stay awake and I guess I told him I was going for a walk, I made, it probably 10-20 feet and went down in the parking lot, I don't know if you know what rock bottom looks like but, 
but it's a little something like this. So here I am dying out back in the parking lot of my dope dealer's place in a dirty ass rundown part of town, and my buddies drive by. I don't know why whatever's looking over me saved me but it did because they're the reason I am alive. Anyway they got me in the car did CPR until I was breathing again. And this is where they ducked up and almost really killed me. They didn't take me to the hospital I don't know why but they just didn't. I guess it was a better idea to break into my parents house and drag me to my bed and leave me. Great friends right? This is where I probably really was dead. But around 6pm the next day my mom checked on me. I was white as a ghost not breathing and didn't have a pulse so she realizes I am ducked calls an ambulance. Says a prayer stays by me for a minute and walks upstairs. This is where my memory comes back. I woke up to what felt like heart attack. My heart's pumping again. I am gasping for air and trying to move but my body feels heavy as duck. And I probably have the intelligence of a newborn infant I remember my mom trying to talk to me and I kept saying I don't know a bunch of times. Then I am in the hospital staring blankly at a wall. Then I am back in my bed the time lapse stucks with me thinking about it because I am assuming I was there for more than a few days. But yay I read someone talking earlier in the thread about recovering from lack of oxygen and having no heartbeat and yay it's its own special kinda. Hell, sounds weird but I feel like I have memory of parts of all that, and part of me doesn't believe it actually happened. I don't know hard to explain, so to answer the question it was black. Didn't really suck actually I guess. Waking up did, didn't bang 72 virgins at the pearly gates, or burn in hell, just black. I would say physically I've always been a little bit screwed. I have a weekend heart and bones so that's made some days tough. But I've always had that. Spiritual yes. At first I was upset to be back and confused. Why me? Why take me then jolt me back to this wretched reality? The more I sat on the thought the more I realized because my purpose for this world wasn't done yet. Since then I have tried to be more positive in life and relaxed. I've had many people say how much light I carry with me. It means a lot to me. I wanted to be better and achieve the best version of myself that I can. This experience helped me realize that. Thank you for the questions. Always interesting to go back and think about the dark times. I have a lot of health problems and I have been in life or death situations and needed life saving. Emergency treatment too many times to count. A few months ago, I got really sick and felt myself about to pass out. I fell to the ground and was lying on the floor and couldn't move or see anything and knew I needed to get someone someone else in the house attention or I was going to die. I tried banging on the floor with my hand but just couldn't do any more than that and I went to sleep. Everything turned really bright white and I felt like I was floating. I felt so calm, peaceful, happy comfortable, safe, and loved. It seemed to happen slowly but I was only unconscious for a few minutes. All of a sudden, I felt like I had a choice to keep fighting and live or to let myself go and die. I knew that if I chose to die, my loved ones were there waiting and would help me the rest of the way. But I knew I had to make the decision before I could see them and wasn't allowed to yet because but it would influence my decision. I felt like there wasn't time to really think about it but I obviously chose to live and then immediately woke up. My mom was standing over me and trying to talk to me and was asking me what she needed to do. She said I looked so pale and white, like there was no blood in my body, and she thought I was dead. My blood pressure was the lowest it's ever been 50-30 so it was hard to talk or move but I was able to tell her what medications I needed and felt better within a few minutes of getting my four rescue meds. It makes me sad to think about it now because I feel like I didn't really have a chance to really think about what decision to make. That part happened so fast, I just feel disappointed in the decision I made and if I ever have the chance to choose again. 
I think I would choose to die. I am not suicidal. I am just very very sick. In my mid-twenties and have been sick for 10 years. With a rare and incurable disease. That makes me life miserable and I wish I would have made the other choice because I am sick of what I have to go through every day. Again, not suicidal. Throughout my life I've had three open heart surgeries. One when I was 8 weeks old. When I was 9 years old. And finally 2 years ago when I was 17. Due to the delicate nature of heart surgery I was clinically dead for around 45 minutes for each surgery as they fiddled around with my aortic valve. What do I remember of being dead? Absolutely nothing, but not in the sense that something happened and I just can't remember it. More to the point was that nothing happened. It wasn't like existing in a different state of being. It was simply not existing for a period of time. While I am not sure whether this was because I was under anesthetic it probably was, but it certainly changed how I view death. I now see it as something far more permanent. After life there is simply nothing. Your person just stops existing the moment you are dead. There's nothing to look forward to once you die. No afterlife. No amazing spiritual plane of existence. But I don't necessarily see this as a bad thing. Instead it's a reason to enjoy life and to do whatever I can to live it to its fullest. Yes, this perspective can be quite depressing at times. Knowing that there's no real purpose for anything because we're just going to stop existing one day and there'll be no result or reward from that existence. But you can take this knowledge as a motivation to be the best person you possibly can. What's the point of holding grudges or fighting other people if none of that will matter after you have died? Use your time to make sure that everyone else's time is as enjoyable as possible and live life to the fullest because there's only so much time that you have available to you. I apologize if what I've said has caused offense for religious reasons or whatever. I should also apologize for how lengthy and philosophical this comment had become. These are simply my views and what I've learned from my experiences. Are they 100% correct and accurate? I have no idea. They're simply what I've learned through my experiences and how I feel about death as a consequence of them. 12 years old and had uncontrolled and misdiagnosed type 1 diabetes. Died for a short amount of time. Parents won't actually tell me how long. I was literally walking through a dark tunnel with a bright white light at the end. The light wasn't calming though. It was harsh. As I neared the end I saw my dead grandma standing there with open arms. I looked at her and said you're ducking dead then turned around and walked away. What I said wasn't meant to be mean to her. It was just a statement of truth. It's really the only thing I remember from that night other than seeing some of the lights on the ceiling of the hospital hallway as I was wheeled towards the emergency room on a gurney. My next memory was waking up early in the morning with my uncle talking to my dad at the foot of my bed telling my dad I should have died the night before my uncle was the president of a different hospital in the city at the time. I was 5 years old when this night occurred. It was first time my heart condition came to fruition. Had the paramedics not arrived fast enough, who knows what would have happened to me. Basically I had a condition with my fight or flight response where there was a third option, which was okay I'm brain and according to this current situation we can neither fight or flight successfully so let's just end the heart right here and call it quits. Yeah you read that right. My condition was caused by my own neurological signals and stress. The more stressful a situation, the more likely for me dying to occur. It was January 5th, the night of my then best friend's birthday who I was next door neighbors with. After his party I walked home and was almost to my door when I stopped. I stopped and felt compelled to look up at the stars. I don't know why or how. But it just felt right doing that. I open the door to my home after some not so seemingly existential stargazing and walk inside. I close the door behind me and Clint Eastwood's million dollar baby is on the television. It's at the scene where she gets beat the shit out of in slow motion. 
for some reason my brain too, decided to take that scene as an extreme stress signal with the blood flying and the people's faces wrenching. I immediately felt the weakest I've ever felt, like as if I just popped 10 Xanax and they all kicked in at once reducing my muscle capacity to mush. I became human mashed potatoes, a sack of flesh that couldn't even lift its own arm. I was insanely weak. What we didn't realize after I collapsed on the ground is that my heart had completely stopped. I turned white, like I looked just like a dead body. My lips turned blue, as did my ears and eyelids and other edges of my face. I was a corpse that could speak soft whispers into a crying mother's ears. Then I faded to black completely. This was the moment where my eyes rolled back into my skull. There is nothing but me here. I can feel something cold washing up over me starting at my fingers and toes slowly working its cold grasp up my body. Only I have no body. Am I just a floating though? Where am I? Why can't I see, hear, feel, smell, taste? but still think, how is this possible? Where's Jesus? Why is it getting so cold in here? That was the moment the coldness had completely wrapped around my body, like a human squeezing a mouse with all they could. I was being constricted by the cold void. Whatever was constricting me made me feel like I was being ringed like rag. I felt the warmth of life trip, away from my own. What was it? Soul. Mind. I was a die-hard little Christian boy who thought I would see some resemblance of God or his son, of which I saw nothing of. No voices from the light. How there was no light or warmth at all. No golden brick road or a majestic gate with an old man standing at it. It was an abyss. A cold dark abyss that consumed the warmth of life and had no remorse for it. Then I woke up. Two paramedics were standing over me who had just successfully jump-started my heart. I was officially dead for around 6-8 minutes I think but there wasn't really any amount of measurable time spent in that void. When we're alive out in the world it's easy to forget about time but it's always around us. The sun or moon in the sky, the neighborhood lights turning off, the flicker of a clock on your phone screen. There is time everywhere around us. And even when we're not paying attention to it we have a sense of it. This void had no such feeling. To be honest I don't know if I was there for a single second or an hour or days. I told my mother in the ambulance ride that I had saw Jesus and he told me everything was going to be okay. Which was a lie. If you've been feeling suicidal lately I just want you to know that I believe we're only given one chance at this life. And any form of existence in this life is better than being there in that cold and dark void. I never met my friend's grandmother, but from what I heard, her time leading up to death was interesting. She'd often describe a place in the distance she could barely see, but she was just in her hospital bed. Each vision, the place was closer. Eventually it became a house, a beautiful house, as it was described to me by my friend, on top of a green grassy hill with gardens clutching its outer walls. The week before her death she was able to describe the inside of the house. She also, as it was explained, was not alone. In her vision she would see dead relatives, some recognized, some not, and they were feasting. One of the final visions depicted baskets, each unique, of different size and make. After she died a clay frog given to my friend by her fell and shattered inexplicably. My great-grandmother had a similar vision but I have forgotten the precise details as this was from my early years. I remember something about a task after death, and tasks before death, though. I don't remember a whole lot honestly. I was crushed by a horse and was OD'd during the flight evac and at the hospital on morphine, fentanyl, and several other drugs. 
Because of the severity of the pain they kept giving me more. I remember drifting off to sleep from the meds in just pure black. There was nothing. I didn't see a bright light. At least not that I can remember. I remember waking up incredibly vividly as I shot straight up and knocked into two doctors that were doing CPR on me. I was restrained because I couldn't control my body and started to have a seizure. I would have died there if my mom didn't notice my face going blue even though I had oxygen being pumped into me. I remember throwing up into myself, with shaking and then it's black again. I woke up and my parents were alone and crying, but they knew I hadn't died and it had been explained that I had been almost fatally overdosed while in medical care. There had been defib paddles charged and ready and there was a third doctor ready to puncture my throat to feed an oxygen tube. I don't remember the third doctor at all. I had two days of high amounts of drugs in the ICU, then seven days of intubation medically induced coma then another six days of being all sorts of ducked up on the massive cocktail of drugs they had me on while I came back to becoming completely lucid. During the intubation they had decided that all had been done, had brought the chaplain in to do last rites on me, and had my better half and my parents set up my funeral arrangements. Then I started to show improvement, all around three hours before they were set to turn me off, all due to cerebral hemorrhaging which lead to stress. I didn't see the other side or have any visits with an extra dimensional beings, but I do have two weeks of very vivid memories of strange and bizarre shit going down in an Arkham Asylum meets Silent Hill type situation as I suffered from a severe case of ICU delirium. I used to love horror films, grew up on M, knew Tainai about M, nowadays not so much, can't watch M, tried to play the evil within when I got out because I was told video games would help my brain heal and all I saw was my memories from the hospital. Now I don't sleep and when I do, I usually wake in nightmares. It was peaceful. I was four and I died learning how to swim during swim lessons because for some reason I hadn't thought to hold my breath when I jumped in the pool. I remember inhaling a ton of water and feeling all this pressure in my body and then suddenly everything was peaceful and warm. I was looking up at the top of the water, which was a sharp aqua blue and white haze. As I sunk further into the water, a few things flashed in my head. Like feeling disappointed I'd missed some play dates but whatever state I was in was really nice and I couldn't imagine leaving. At some point my mother had dove in and pulled me out, and I was declared dead for a couple minutes. I don't remember anything after that really, so whatever is on the other side, I think death will nice, just a different kind of nice than what we experience while living. I have never clinically died. But I thought I would share an experience that seems to line up with a lot of testimonies here. I've toyed with hallucinogens here and there mostly LSD, and I can tell you that that experience in itself can be very jarring, beautiful, enlightening, scary, and peaceful all at the same time. The first time I did LSD at a time when I shouldn't have mentally not in a good place stressed, anxiety, depressed, and full of self-doubts and life struggles. I had a rough bad trip. When I started to peak, I got immediately very confused as if I had forgotten that I had taken LSD, and I felt like my mind began to slip from my conscious body as it tends to do when you peek on more than a single hit of LSD. In my confusion, I began to pace and repeat to my friends over and over something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. I don't know what is happening to me. My brain feels weird. I need to go to the hospital. It feels like my brain is shutting off. I went into my room and laid down in my bed, and felt like my vision was fading and my consciousness was slipping. But my brain was still active. This was terrifying. Given that I was confused and had essentially forgotten I took any LSD due to the anxiety stress preoccupying my mind, I genuinely thought I was dying while my vision faded into kind of a blurry white-gray, and my body felt like it was becoming weaker and weaker. I was genuinely scared, but also at peace with my own death. 
It was such a bizarre feeling, when I snapped out of that about 10 minutes later and realized what was actually happening not dying. I realized that it was both beautiful and unsettling how at peace I was when confronted with my own mortality. Even though I've feared death all my life, it sort of haunts me to this day in an almost traumatic way. Having had to face death and come to terms with my life ending so unexpectedly, even though I wasn't actually dying, but, it is also a reassuring feeling, and I fear death a little less now. DLDR took acid, had a bad trip, thought I was dying, had to come to terms with my own mortality, was surprisingly at peace once I accepted that I couldn't fight death. I must have been 9 or so around the time and I was at my dad's house who lives in the middle of bum heck nowhere. I was playing with the dog and the next thing I know something bites me. All I can remember is feeling like my leg was dipped in acid. I eventually realized to get the hell out of Dodge and book it to the main house. I get there and my dad is yelling at my brother. I am seeing spots and I can't really make out what they are saying to each other. Eventually the ambulance shows up and puts me in the bed thing. Apparently I went into cardiac arrest and my heartbeat eventually died out. I was dead for a solid 7 minutes. It was nothing but black and empty. It felt like I was there for days. Hell even months. Really sucked. And had me woke as heck for a 10 year old. I wasn't even mad that it was just blackness. I was mad that the doctor ripped my favorite Hannah Montana shirt to revive me. Here I am 7 years later with no Hannah Montana shirt and a scar on my leg and right nipple to prove there is no God. Thanks for watching. Don't leave before leaving a like to this video, also hit the subscribe button to support my work. And as always, have a horrific nightmare my dear. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.